welcome to Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero, hosted by me, Mark David Christensen. And me, Kate Thompson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> welcome back, listeners, and Happy New Year. We're giggling because we gave this intro a second try because yeah. we just wanted to come in with some hotter energy That's for season three. <laughs> Keep you warm in these cold months where you didn't have us. Talking to you about Hellboy. Yeah, exactly. Warm yeah. up next to a fire because it's time to start season three of Aw Crap. Um, but it's it's really good to be back. It is. Good to see you, Kate. Good to see we you. We haven't seen each other really until right now. Yeah. It was dumb. Did you have a good break? I did. It was cool. I went to the East Coast and was cold. Really? I mean, it was like fine for there. It was like 50 degrees. But that's for like me, Utah. I, you know, I'm used to... L.A. now and I was chattering my teeth. Oh, yeah. It gets yeah. cold in L.A. and I complain. So yeah, dude. I go back to Utah. I'm a baby I'm, now. I, mm-hmm, big time babies. Yeah. Big time babies for the cold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, great. On my jacket. Did you get any Hellboy gifts over the holidays at all? Um, No, we're actually like, so we celebrate Christmas, but not in a big way. Uh-huh. Like Jessica's family has a Christmas tree in every single room. Oh, right. Great. Like just to give you a little context, like. That's insane. It is. Yeah, Every they're crazy room. people. And then, uh, but my family, we like, they waited for me to come home and then I helped to decorate. And then it was like, it's like a very small exchange of stuff, like socks and stuff. I feel, yeah, we do, you know we what draw I mean? names. So we only do, you only have two people exchanging gifts. Nice. Or like you, you get something from one person you give to one person. Yeah. My sister did get me a Hellboy book. Do you book. have a ton I of siblings? I posted it. Yes, I have a lot. And a oh, lot okay. of nephews and nieces sense. and stuff. That makes perfect sense, yeah. Just too many people. Yeah. But I got that Hellboy World book that's sort of like, uh, like a bit of like um, a literature, like not literature, what's the best way? Like It's like heavy, like it's... It's like a scholarly book about Hellboy. I haven't oh, cool. started it yet because it's a little dry. Um, a lot of people. Yeah, talk sounds like about, a textbook. I believe there was a, uh, yeah <laughs> about exactly. made up shit. It's exactly like about <laughs> yeah. a textbook. Um, and we had we have like a follower. I Is it like interpretation? Like Apocalypse. He told me to look check it out, and then oh, I got cool. it for a gift. What were you gonna say? Is it like um just like uh, like people interpreting like themes in this in it's the like story it's one guy talking about like hellboy and comics and what hellboy is doing the comics again you're talking to somebody that has gotten it but it has not yet dived into it to it exactly comics and monsters on the margins is that it yes okay cool. that's it this that's exactly cool, it. yeah i'm excited to read yeah. it it's just dry so i haven't touched it yeah yeah um and then i found out a improv team that i um I didn't find out an improv team of mine was moving on to another coach and they got, they got me two Hellboy gifts. Oh, I forgot that's to bring nice. them out here. Maybe I'll grab them in a bit. Um, that's a nice you. present. Yeah. They got me like a print from some random artist of a Hellboy. Dude. I'll definitely need to show you. And then they got me like a cool pin of him. Like it's like a fun pin of like sort of Hellboy, like peeking o- over, like <laughs> it looks like he's like peeking over a wall. But he has like his horns and flames. It's really cool. And I can't remember the company. Um, I'll grab that. When I post about them, I'm not going to probably grab them right now. What I will do is I'll That's I'll post cool. about these gifts on our um Peeking our over. It, like brand. a Kilroy was here kind of thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like those drawings of... Uh, I don't I'll know. I'll show you, dude. You have to pull it up for me. Yeah. Is it Kilroy? Yeah. 
I'm not very familiar. It's just like a guy with a nose peeking over a, a line. It's this. Oh yeah, have you it seen is, this guy? That yeah. actually is very like what I think of it. <laughs> That's what I immediately. I am gonna put of. it. I'm gonna put a part. I just want to go now. I have to go grab it, and I'm not gonna stop recording because I can just edit this out, and then I'll. We're gonna hear like, your feet pitter pattering yeah, out of the room. I'll cut out that part. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right back. All right, I'm back, <laughs> and it is very like you said, Kilroy. Look. Let me see. Oh yeah, that's exactly. That's so cool. I've never. I probably. I feel Hellboy like I've seen was here. Kilroy. It literally says it. Is that what it says? Is that Hellboy what it says? was here. Kilroy was here. Is that what that yeah, says? Yeah, Kilroy was here. It's like I think like just a thing soldiers would draw. Oh really? Yeah, Didn't yeah. That's fun. Yeah, there you go. That's really cute. They got like that, that for me. A really cool gift. This is awesome. Got to find a hat to put it on. Claygramart.com. Claygramart.com. Blowing, yeah. That's it. So I thought I'd gloat about that. I'll post those also on our gram, as I said before. Awesome. Dude, this yeah. is great. I love that pin. That's really cool. Yeah, some cool stuff. I'm Now I know the reference. That's amazing. <laughs> dumb old me doesn't get anything. You're not <laughs> dumb. I I mean, what the fuck else are you going to use this information for? Who knows? I don't know. Hey. Cool. We're well, both stupid. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stupid. Email me about it, folks. Uh, now... Our next segment is new for season three. Uh, we teased about it earlier um, in the month with our teaser, uh, but it's this is our first official um, hashtag right hand of draw. <laughs> so, Kate, give us a little, again, what's the segment going to be for our uh, listeners? So it'll just be like a drawing prompt and I'll draw the thing too and we'll post that and then i'll give guys... it a try as well yeah <laughs> oh yeah dude you do this awesome i mean you already posted on the instagram it's like this great happy birthday card <laughs> it's very personalized this is the most specific birthday card yeah it's fantastic heck yeah i love just it for so you. much and i like the 666 on the cake i thought There's you'd like, like details that. in here dude that's yeah so we'll do we'll do drawings of whatever the prompt is and then if you guys want to do it too and then uh, just include the hashtag right hand of draw and we'll like we'll link re- to you guys. Yes. Yeah. Uh, put right hand of draw. We'll look for it each week um, after you look. I will start looking. We'll just just so we can make this a little simpler. I'll start looking for them um, on the Thursday after the episode posts, most likely. Yeah. Um, maybe the Wednesday that it goes live. But um, once we see them, then what we'll do is we'll go, I'll go ahead and re, um, re Instagram them. Cool. And I really don't know how you do that. I'll have to figure that out. Cause I'm not like repost v- or not something. savvy about that. Yeah. That was repost. Take an old screenshot of that sucker. I like that. Cause I hate <laughs> when they're like, they have the little, um, like this is repost. App. Yeah. The water, the watermark of yeah. a company. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. It's like a whole separate app. Yet. I don't know, man. Yeah. If Just you take a re- screenshot of that thing. Yeah. Or feel free to email us your drawings if you want me to have a high quality version you'd like me to post. Yeah. But, just, um, but if you do hashtag right hand or draw, also hashtag half, half demon hero, you can tag us as well. I will repost those pictures of you guys, the listeners. So everybody that um, follows us will get to see that art as well and then hopefully follow more of you and see more of your art. Yeah. Uh, so what, Kate? We described it, what this this new segment is each week. <laughs> what is the first official right hand of draw prompt? The first official right hand of draw prompt is you got to draw the Hellboy mobile. So like imagine a universe where Hellboy has a Batmobile, like the equivalent of what that would be. 
So whatever your interpretation of it of that is, there's a lot of different Batmobiles that you can draw inspiration from. A lot of different superhero related vehicles. You know, take it and run with it. See what it see what you come up with. Could be a motorcycle if you're feeling cool. Yeah, it could be a lot of could things. Be it. <laughs> I immediately, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anybody's possible ideas or what I might come up with. Yeah. But I immediately, when I think of like a a Hellboy mobile or any, is like I constantly think of those first Joker mobiles when like yeah. the era. I think that might have been the a golden age of comic era with Joker and how like he would his put face his face on, on everything. Yeah. You're like why, why does he have like a old mobile with a, his head on the, in the front? Just so stupid. <laughs> it's a grill. Slap of <laughs> slap Hellboy's face on the front. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great. I love that. A yeah. Hellboy mobile. Or you could, try, you could try to make it look cool if you want. Yeah, you can do anything. But that's not have to the be point. that. <laughs> Take any interpretation is that we hope a lot of you um, draw and post again. We're not looking for anything that's, finished product yeah just sketches whatever however you like to create it like if hellboy was a character in twisted metal hell uh, yeah you could i mean hell if you want to turn your own car into a hellboy mobile and post it on all we'll yeah start welding too. shit to your car <laughs> <laughs> a big yeah they're welding a big crown to the top of your your freaking sedan and light it on fire yeah. <laughs> my prius is gonna look really cool uh but great that's yeah. the first uh segment ever of Hashtag right hand of draw. Uh, can't wait to see all of that. Yeah. That's going to be great. All right. Well, after a new segment, you always got to go back to a classic. And this is a classic segment for the first of the new year. Oh, boy. Email. We got one email sitting in there um, from a regular listener. Also. Should get a guitar riff for oh, boy. Email, I think. Yeah. God, yeah, please. I should yeah. look into that. Oh boy! I'll email. record one. <laughs> oh wait, that's sufficient. That's sufficient. That's just good. do that. Yeah. <laughs> We're just building on the new year. A lot of new stuff. Uh, this is from Kevin Alford, who actually is the man behind the ManilaVerse.com. So this is a treat to get an email from him. Yeah. Now he is coming from all the way in a different time zone entirely. He is all the way in a different day. He's from Japan. He lives in Japan. So this is, he's in the future right now. Yeah, dude. He's, <laughs> he's in the future. Uh, this is, this email says Japanese feedback is what it is. Cool. I think this is referencing a lot. I, I think we, I can't remember which guest we talked about, but I talked about a little bit of like Japanese culture. And I can't remember which episode this was in season two that we, who we discussed this with. It's probably not that pertinent, but this is what he says. He's all, so I've lived in Japan for seven years now, and I think I can speak to your ideas in the last issue. Uh, one, manga is ma, like mama or yo-yo ma. So it's manga. Manga. Uh, that might have been with uh, Zeke. Then. I'm sure it was you. Or uh, uh, Zig, Z Zeke. Yeah, Zeke. yeah. Because yeah. um, we talked about his obsession with uh, manga. Yeah. I'm sure I said both and... I'm just sorry for getting yeah. it wrong, guys. No, it's all good. Now yeah. we know. We get we get educated every time we make an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Two, he says, the thing with sexually deviant characters being everywhere is mostly from the horrific sexual repression over here, meaning Japan. People don't even have sex in their own house. They go to an hourly motel for that stuff, partly because they often live with their parents forever and partly because of that repression. 
That's interesting. Damn. Know. Damn. I didn't know that was a big thing. How culturally. prevalent is that? Is that like, I mean, he's saying like people do it. Like everybody does that. That sounds, I mean, he's been living there for the last seven years. It sounds like it. If that's, it sounds like he's saying it like it's a regular thing. Wow. Wild. Wild. I wonder if there's just like people that pop up, like how you get occasionally like a, a restaurant with a different, like, uh, like how poke became big. I wonder if they have motels that are different, like, that pop up like that for like different <laughs> for sex, sex acts. Sex. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but I just feel like, like a different theme to hotels. Mo- like do hotels get popular for like a good span of time? And then they go out and then a new one pops up like, Oh no, you never heard. Oh, like, like a new trendy sex, new, like a new trendy sex hotel. <laughs> <laughs> or ones that like become a franchise or like, yeah, it was great to have sex there, but then it became a franchise. Now the quality so disappointing went down. That it's a <laughs> yeah. star Fox. <laughs> All right, delete the podcast, Dave. We're done here. <laughs> We're done. We're off to a crazy start We're- in the new year. Uh, then he says, three, missionary work to a country that was around 2,000 years before the advent of a religion is disgusting and everyone needs to stop doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, big time. Um, you should just try to go, like, see what their culture's like. Don't, like, press anything. Is he referencing that dude who went, I forget what we were even talking about at the... Uh, yeah, that says a lot. Of, but there, but that's culturally like that. If you if you ever just, if there's a good movie about that actually that I actually really like that Martin Scorsese made. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see his movie Silence? No. It's long. It's slow, and it's beautiful. <laughs> um, but it's about the Jesuits that went to Japan and tried to put bring in Christianity, and it's like probably from the from the Christian point of view, they're getting they get ridiculed, they get like massacred when they go over there. Like they are precious. Like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but they are, um, they go through a lot of like, um, trials over there. And that's what that movie's about is the Jesuits that attempt to bring, um, Christianity there and they get a very violent pushback from them. But at the same time, it's like, well, like, you know, you're you're walking into a storm a little bit. Trying to change our culture. culture. Yeah. 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 Um, but not that I'm saying they're wrong. They're, they're not right to murder those priests, but a lot of that happened, Yeah. but it's a great movie actually. And I'm not a religious type, but I think that movie is beautiful. And it, 2016, it's, I hadn't even heard of it. It sort of got buried yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. but you know, cause there was yeah, other I'll movies give it a watch. and it's a bit of a, it's a, it's a, a challenging watch for like the cat, a casual viewer, movie viewer. Oh dude. Tangent of. I watched Throne of Blood. Did I talk about that on the? I think you did talk about. Okay, it. then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't remember you. I talked about it on mic, but you definitely told me you. Okay, talked. cool. But that movie yeah. was fucking awesome. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, it's one of my faves. Um, then he says four. Your brother was, however, correct about this um, salaryman at my company. For example, the good workers, not skilled, but I guess dedicated, mm-hmm. will stay in the office from eight a.m. to nine p.m. or sometimes later. There's a word here. Kuroshi, he puts a he has a link in here for Wikipedia, oh. um, but it's a Kuroshi that means to dial to excuse me to die while working. That's like what those people are called. Kuroshi. <sighs> he says married pairs often completely stopped at, stop acting like a couple as soon as they have kids. So the husband works all day and hits the pink district when he can. Ugh, the pink district. I hate that name. <laughs> uh, while the wife takes care of the kids. Again, typically not everyone. So that's that thing I was talking about. Is he about. going to the pink district with his wife or he's not? 
Or you what mean, is, he doing? is Kevin or just, you mean, <laughs> no, not Kevin. <laughs> Kevin could do whatever he wants. I think what he's saying is the, the, those husbands, they stop being a couple. So they have oh, Okay, kids. so they're like going and like picking up other chicks and they're like, going. yeah, they're, okay. they're going to do that. They're now, they've delegated into this role of like, she's just some, a mother. And then they go, well, do it, they go, they work and they send money home yeah. in order for you to do that. But then they go get their kicks in the pink district. Sure. Wild. <laughs> who, knows, who knew wanna, that our Hellboy <laughs> podcast would be talking about this stuff? I have so many follow-up questions to this email. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we, I mean, we can ask Kevin. If you're, well, if you're listening, Kevin, send in more information for us. Japan. Oh, that's on top of my cool. number one place to like, visit. I wonder if it's like cities or like which city, like if there are certain areas that, are, that do this more or I don't know. That's a great like question. Countrywide. I think Kevin's going to probably, if he can, reply to this. I mean, I would love in. to hear that, yeah. Then it says, five, you need to see the film Tampopo, T-A-M-P-O-P-O, if you like Japanese cinema. It's literally my favorite movie. I'm going to definitely check that out. Cool, yeah. Um, That'll be a great, and we'll let you know what we think about it. And then he says, thanks, crappers, and keep on crapping. (laughs) (laughs) He doubled down. it's catching on. (laughs) It already did. We know it did. God damn it. (laughs) All right. Uh, Thank you, Kevin. We yeah, really appreciate that email and giving us that great insight and information about the Japanese culture over there. Because, you know, we definitely were talking from an uneducated place with just little knowledge. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. We appreciate that. All of the rest of you listeners, you can email us at ah, crap, a Hellboy podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Um, great. Well, that is it for this segment of Oh Boy Email. <laughs> um, let's. Get to why we're here. Yeah. Our first Hellboy story of 2019 that we're in this new season three. Um, Conqueror Worm. I'm pretty sure I previously called it Conqueror Worm. I'm surprised I didn't get any emails for that, but it is Conqueror Worm. Conqueror Worm is a little tougher to say. Yeah, it's a little tougher. Yeah. But that's all right. And it that's fine. comes apparently it's reference to a, an Edgar Allan Poe poem yeah. that I didn't know until... Neither did I. I didn't even remember that from my previous reads of this. <laughs> I didn't remember that, okay. but never read that poem prior. He like alludes to, to a lot of like Edgar, like oh know. yeah, he loves it. But this is like yeah, right out there in the comic. It's cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about the credits on so Conqueror you, Worm. Conqueror Worm. Uh, cool. It was first published as four issues in the miniseries from May to August two thousand one. And it's written and illustrated by Mike Mignola, colored by Dave Stewart, lettered by Pat Brousseau, edited by Scott Alley. And yeah, it's cool. It's I'm looking at cool. the at the cover for the first issue on like the wiki, like Hellboy wiki. And it's it's like uses a lot of like in that library edition, it's black and gray. Yeah, which is a. Uh, we've talked about it before. It's a travesty. Yeah, it's kind of color. a bummer. I mean, it's it's still cool. Like, it's cool to see both. Like, it's yeah, cool I agree. to see a black it's... and white version. But, like, I think the in the published, like, single issue, it's, like, got all this cool purple color that we've, like, not really seen. I mean, we've seen, like, cool, like, blues and greens and stuff as background colors in a lot of the illustrated versions. But, yeah. Like, it's just a, it's it's striking how, like, brand new that is. I agree. I yeah. think it's nice to we're now 
there's an injection of a new color. Dave Stewart, baby. It's just like, it's like weird. It's it's weird. It's that weird, it's like- but I think especially where and we'll get to it in this story. But when it actually enters the pages, it works so well. Oh yeah, so well. oh no, it's like I love it. It's there. just so funny that it's like such a it's got such a distinct color palette that. Even like a little change like that, where it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, purple! Exactly. Wow, <laughs> yeah. oh, like if it sounds so silly, but it's no, like, but it's like an injection, yeah, of something new, like fresh. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's great. Yeah, cool. Well, let's let's jump into issue one. Cool. You want us to kick us off, Kate? Yeah, yeah. Oh well. Um. Also, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about. So, like, oh, Guillermo yeah, del Toro does the like a little forward. Y- yes, for he it. does. Um, for the collection, when they put it in a yeah. the trade paperback and the library edition, Guillermo does a forward for it. Yeah, and he basically gushes over Mike and like says what a genius he is, and kind of talks a little bit about his, um, like sort of talks about the difference between Hellboy in the comics and Hellboy in the movies, and yeah, just that he has like this Hellboy who is very like quiet and reserved and how he kind of changed the character in his screenplay to make him a little more like he calls it like fleshed out and dramatic, uh more three dimensional and dramatic approach, basically. Yeah, so. I mean I'm not, I mean I won't no comment <laughs> for the time being. Yeah, I know you want to say I mean, all that for the I, I mean I think that's him making it seem like that we don't have a three-dimensional character, and I think we, I think we. I think do. he tries to say it very carefully, where he's like, "That's not." He even says at one point, you know, with where the hell is it? Basically, he's just like that, you know, n- not to criticize him. He's saying like they're just different, two different formats. Mediums. Yeah, yeah, like the mediums are different, so they're gonna. He felt that changing it that much was necessary. I don't know if he's. I don't think he's necessarily right like it's, he made his own thing which is like fine but yeah it's also and a lot of people are introduced to hellboy because of that so yeah yeah um so yeah, yeah i'm gonna keep, my, ma- I'm gonna to keep my mouth shut i know yeah <laughs> but interesting <to> read, you're <laughs> saying. yeah yeah just interesting to look at and um also he kind of like is interested in how lobster johnson's origin is expanded upon and all that stuff so uh yeah yeah and it's very cool to to piggyback on his little forward, this um, series, uh, the story storyline is dedicated um, to for Doc Savage, the Shadow, the Spider G Eight, and the men who wrote them, and for the original eleven and a half inch GI Joe. So cool! Yeah, <laughs> and I think you can see a lot of like I think Lobster Johnson especially. I feel like is it feels like a lot of those seem um, and to truly inspire that character. Yeah. More so than even Hellboy. You know what I mean? Cause I think Hellboy comes from a different like inspirations like Jack Kirby and, uh, Lovecraft of course. And, and so forth. But like lobster Johnson's like, Oh yeah, he's definitely a GI Joe character. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. And also like, I, I had to like look all these up. They're like these old, like pulp comics. And yeah. Stuff. Doc Savage. I know a, a little, quite a bit in the sense of just, in the shadow, I know them very well. Yeah. They made a movie in the shadow back in the day, I believe it was Alec Baldwin. Oh, really? Alec Baldwin was is it any right. good? I think it's good in the sense of like how the Rocketeer is good. 
Okay. Do you know how like it's sort yeah. of fun and it has that very stylized, like the 40s and or 20s or whatever period. Yeah. It's very stylized in that way. Yeah. It's like almost, is it Art Deco that area? I, I always get that wrong. I, yeah, for at least for uh, the Rocketeer for sure. Yeah, it's like yeah. that same that same era and they make it look like that era looked so glorious and you're like, yeah, it's probably, it's probably shitty. It's <laughs> yeah. probably some of the area, the yeah. corners of life were probably really shitty. Some cool buildings and that's it. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, yeah, that was cool to have him talk about his inspirations like that a little bit. Like his inspirations aren't all, because we know that he loves Lovecraft and like Poe and stuff like that, but it's cool to see him kind of reference these other less grand inspirations that he yeah. takes, you know, these other like pulpy, like, and they're adventure stories. Yeah. And stories, I think that's yeah. really where lobster Johnson comes from his adventure. And I think yeah. it's very clear in this story when we start to get oh, into for it, sure, yeah. it's a true adventure story. Not that I don't think wake the devil and those weren't as adventurous, but they were, they, they just seem less of less of that. in in comparison to conquer conqueror worm for sure yeah That's this is all. like more ambitious and there's so many characters in this one like oh yeah the previous stories have like really focused on one and this is like such a team effort for bprd kind yeah of yeah let's jump in kid. yeah dude got us through it i mean so it opens up with this uh cool like we just get the start like you get this immediately you get the theme of it being like this big galactic huge spanning story it um, almost I I'm glad that you pointed that out because I feel like when you first look at this page, you might be like, I don't get why it's starting with just the stars. Yeah. But then later on it's like it really truly pays it's like, off. Oh yeah. This thing is like goes beyond Earth. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. So it's really cool. And it's um he has just the uh the Edgar Allan Poe um excerpt from uh Legia. Yeah, yeah, I've never, I really have never read sure. it until Let me know. reading Hellboy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I never really read too much Edgar Allan Poe, but I mean. I think I owned Poe, a collection of Poe that I thought when I bought from Barnes & Noble that it was like very smart of me to own a collection of Poe. Yeah. Don't think I ever read it. Got dusty Just on the shelf. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like. Got a few books like that. It's a cheap collection of all the Poe. Look at me. <laughs> right. And then they never fucking, never read it. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah. But damn, I'll talk to you about comic books for 61 episodes. <laughs> oh, I'll go beyond that. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's going through and it's got like just these cool, very cold looking mountains. And, and we're already getting a little bit of that, not full purple, but that bluish. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hinting at that purple. Yeah, it's very cool. I think it's like because the story, it really does reflect like the alien nature of the story, which I mean, we'll get more you know yeah more literally we'll see that later but like it's like sub in every way it's otherworldly and i think it's really cool how they've the color goes with that theme too totally um yeah so then we kind of see this castle we see another damn swastika just like all these bad nazis they're everywhere and then yeah. uh <laughs> And then we see this kind of like lurking figure coming around, cracking necks and leaving Ooh, his baby. calling card, Lobster Johnson. <laughs> I think this is also like, yeah, he, the first time we, if I'm correct, the first time we've seen him mark somebody. Yeah, I don't line, think he did in the, in his first appearance. Yeah, we didn't get to see that, but this is the first time we get to really see, because he, he, he threatens the mark. 
Yeah. But he now we get to really see that he actually physically marks them with the claw. He just had this, yeah, he's like, he has this like bombastic way of talking and you're like, well, that's, he didn't really do that. But it's like, oh, he's like punching, you know, his little lobster claw thing onto people. And I don't even, I think he doesn't break his neck. I think he cuts his damn throat. You, I, you might be right. Because look at the blood coming out on like yeah, the from fourth his neck. Pan- yeah, you're right. The fifth panel. Oh yeah, and then the silhouette on this, um, on this next page, you really see. Oh yeah, yeah as he falls. That's for sure. I was Throat like, cut. that's why, because I think Blomster Johnson is brutal. Very astute. He is a, like I think Hellboy is the kind of like I fight a monster, I'll beat you up. I'll do if I have to take you down, I'll take you down. Yeah, but, he's bludgeoning. He's not like slicing you up. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, honestly, I think maybe he doesn't. He's not a killer in a sense. Hellboy. Yeah, I, don't I look think at he go, aims to maim and not. Yes, <laughs> aims to maim, and then Lobster's like, "No, I'm gonna put you down." Yeah, I'm gonna like rip an artery out. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So he's. It's like these super violent images against this, uh, against this poem, and then we see a bunch of like U.S. soldiers coming in here kind of sneaking up at this castle. Mm-hmm. Um, cut into a big Nazi laboratory, kind of, you know, like a classic Mignola kind of like little dials. and. I do um, want to point out before we, that, that the poem ends before we cut in and it's a great, what your oh, visuals yeah. are, is that it's interesting that we haven't, have yet to have any sort of traditional, which isn't the standard of him. But right, we usually have like a title a and title like a bold card, font right? here, yeah. But this is the first time we're seeing the words "conquer worm" in the issue. Yeah, and it's at the end of the poem, and it just says, "and its hero, the conqueror worm," which is a fascinating thing. That just that statement, and sort of going from a point of view that like this poem stating the conqueror worm is a hero, not we're not. Go- you know what I mean? It's like a different from a different point of view as us as a reader going in. I guess the hero of a tragedy, though, right? Like, yeah, while the, it's very fascinating that he, the yeah. use of that. That the play is the tragedy man and the hero conquer a worm. Yeah. So it's like, I guess he's kind of saying, you know, to, to say that against all these like violent images of, you know, war and stabbing and throat cutting to kind of say that, you know, humanity is pretty fucking tragic. And mm-hmm. I'm. I guess that's like, depending on how you interpret that, you could be on the, the yeah. Nazi side of you the could, story, where they're I like, you like the main Nazi wants to be like, de- like just decimate the earth and have it all gone. So yeah, and I think that's sort of what it's. I mean, for me, that's what I'm getting at, and I think for it sure. starts us on a dark tone, which is sort it's of very lovely for the eerie. piece. Yeah, 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 with no dialogue whatsoever for like pages and pages. It's really. Um, Super moody, even for Hellboy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, you were you were Ooh, saying to point that out. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And, and then yes, yeah, so, cool laboratory with all these yeah. Nazis in their white their white uniforms and yeah. a rocket. They're very sterile. And then again, I, I want to point out too this that 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 panel, we get so much in just this one elongated panel with all these Nazis. Yeah. Like just that panel is enough information to go like it's a big operation. Somebody's in a rocket. Somebody's in a rocket. Someone's going to end up to space. And it's almost like there's our stars. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It ties it in right away. Everything looks good here. They're like doing, you know, doing little checks. They're checking with um, uh, the occupant of the rocket, Herr Oming. Mm-hmm. And um, he speaks. He says good, which is 
I guess like noteworthy for later in the comic. He's good to go. Yeah, and it's interesting that his he his one visual we get of him. Yeah. Before he puts on a mask, he's like he has an eye. He's like looks bandaged up. He looks like shit. He's yeah, not he looks your like typical beaten. astronaut. <laughs> yeah. Like these guys are supposed to be able to do pull ups. This guy looks like he's dust. Yeah, and he has like weird like veins <laughs> coming off or scars on his cheek. Yeah, he's got all crazy scars. He's got all this bandage and like he's an old man. His old man. His dialogue is a little way. It's not as clean. It's wavery and yeah. it's in a yellow. Yeah. It's different color. There's something already it's strange just a pallid, about it. old, sad, <laughs> sick Nazi. And they're going to shoot him into space. So everything's good to go. They're all like saying, yeah, thumbs up. Um, and then you kind of see this like creepy. What is, can I ask you what that panel is? I feel dumb, but I don't fire? know. The, I don't, yeah, the the fourth panel in like the fire, is that? So like it's repeated from the panel above it. Yeah. You see With a behind this Hitler. image of like Hitler and like this crazy like Third Reich. I guess this is, is this like painted on the wall in this laboratory where it's like this you get this like eagle image that they used a lot and it's like up in the sky. Like that's their, because they're like basically Nazi NASA. They're like trying to shoot this guy in space. So maybe it's just like, we're stretching out. Like the Reich is going to extend into space. Yeah. And all over the world. I think I, I I didn't get that at first either when I was like reading it on Hoopla. Cause I was like going, I wasn't looking at the whole page for sure. And I was like, I missed that. But now seeing it here, I see it repeated at the top like this but now it's just like in fire like yeah and i'm understanding that's just to accent that like just to really highlight it highlight their like their their goal yeah i guess yeah because they haven't or started like the rocket yet so it was like very interesting to see what that meant yeah yeah it's it's thank you for indulging me on that one dude simple yeah panel. no that's i'm glad you pointed that out because i like i didn't really catch it so much before and yeah, it's great. It's and a then, cool part of storytelling. Like, he is such a good visual storyteller. It's crazy. Oh, speaking of that, going to the next page, after they say, screw the hatch, I love this. You go from the small close-up panel of the, the mask now that o- Oming is wearing, mm-hmm. and that how the whir, the, the, the sound effect of whir, like something yeah. whirling up. Yeah. The R's bleed, go into the Yeah, going the next through the panel, panel break. Oh, I love that. It's really that. cool, Yeah. <laughs> He Just, does a lot of really, like, he really, even for him, is, like, doing a lot of cool, ambitious shit. Like, this is a lot, for him, he sometimes is very minimal. And, like, for this image of the astronaut of Oming in here, there's, like, a lot of tubes and, like, you know. Like a lot of crossing. detail for yeah, him. Yeah, a lot of detail for him. I mean, I do think his, you're, you're seeing that new developing style. I think in like his the, the actual body of Oming, and yeah, his, yeah, his figure. But everything you're right, there's so much detail in that machinery that he's encased in. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's amazing. And there's some stuff like later on, like just his style, how it's developing is. It's cool to have watched it change over yeah. the course of like reading it on this podcast. It's, it's awesome. gorgeous, right? Yeah, change. And I love what he's saying is that we hear this big clang. Send me into the dark and I will live again and return. Yeah. Ooh, and that yellow dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> then they're like, they're sending him up, raise the platform, and we see like Lobster Johnson and his crew yeah, sneaking couple- through these little, uh, you know, through like the underbelly of this castle. Yeah. Um, being, you know, silent. 
And then, uh, yeah, we see it like start to shake. We see all this debris falling. And here's the claw. (laughs) (laughs) The first like dialogue from him. And, you know, they're screaming nine. And then this like firefight totally busts out. I love the use of yellow. Yeah. Yeah. To totally change it. It's going off. The rocket's going off. These guns are firing. It's like completely, it's gone from like totally sterile to like a complete clusterfuck. Yes. And we see just people getting blown away. Lobster Johnson with gritted teeth and like spent shells (laughs) flying up at him. Like, um, and then finally we're introduced Hunt Castle, Austria, 1939. It's such a cool time to introduce that wallet. It's so funny. Yeah. And then the, yeah, the next, the very next second, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> completely decimated. Like if I saw that, I, I just want to point that out because I think that choice is so unique. Yeah. And I feel like I've never seen, like if you had done that in a movie, I would have loved it. Yeah. Like, cause we're so used to, yeah, like, I never have shot seen with that. that, but to wait until like the moment we're destroying it to be like, Oh, this is where you've been. This is where it is. <laughs> and now it's gone. <laughs> it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant choice. Yeah. It's just very cool. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then to immediately show you 61 years later, um, you know, it's still, parts of it are still standing, but there's that huge, like, exploded part. Yeah. Um, It even looks scarier because it's destroyed, but it still has a giant swastika on it. Yeah, like, they never bothered to remove that, I guess. Or it's just up in the hills or mountains, so they don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, leave it alone. (laughs) Yeah, like, don't go up there. There's ghosts in there. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, so then we see 12 miles away where the BPRD headquarters is set up. Um, uh, we see Kate Corrigan here for a little bit, just hanging, drinking yeah. coffee. Um, just shooting the shit with another BPRD guy. Um, yeah, I like her just saying, too damn early. Yeah. Because they say it's 6.40 a.m. Yeah, in the morning. Yeah, 6.40 a.m. Too damn early. You know, in different time zones, man. Yeah, gotta be tired. She's all fucked up. Yeah, time zones will mess you up. Okay. <laughs> and then this... <laughs> And then they kind of give you a little intro and we find out who the who that astronaut was, basically. Ernst Oming, um, Nazi Einstein, basically, is the highlight of that. that of the speech bubble. <laughs> um, he was like about to finish the atomic bomb for the Nazis, but then his car was blown up and all of his notes were blown to hell. And um, so that explains why he's all bandaged up. Yeah. Because then yeah. they say he, he then survived takes, the explosion. They took his, his, what it was remaining of him to this castle. Yeah. And they like brought all these astronomers and mystics from all over Europe. And the U.S. was like, uh-uh. And um, yeah, so, so he, at least the explanation that we're getting from like the official explanation from BPRD was that like troops went up to investigate the castle and the top of the castle blew off. Is like the <laughs> they went up to investigate, and then it's. I thought this was such a funny choice here to to say like, like, you know, Hellboy's like, oh yeah, I heard about Lobster Johnson. That was his last mission. You know, he's just saying it, and they're like, it basically like on record, there is no Lobster Johnson. Like, yeah, that was such a funny choice for them to make where it's like, he's a myth and he's been like erased from, even from this like secret, like the most secret. Yeah. BPRD subsection of the government. Yeah. That's is like, like uh-uh. the public knows about them, but they're like, we have a lot of secrets. We keep yeah. all that stuff hidden. But even from their own agents to be like, Oh, he's not, that's just a character from pulp 
comics. Yeah, exactly. And then we see this cool little image of him as like in character, or well, that that's from supposed to be a still from a movie that, of, of like a corny movie that depicted yeah, I this love character. it. The lobster in the phantom jungle. Yeah, very sweet. Nineteen forty five Republic. That's so great. I love too. His this is our first really getting now. Uh, it's our first image ever of Roger right here back, and he's officially a BPRD member. Yeah, he's right got here. his he's like, um. His vest on. He's got a bulletproof vest and no pants. No, because he's got that weird, he's got that weird, um, like, amongulous, like wood thing over his junk. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's such a fun. I wonder what that like choice is from. Like, I'm sure it's referencing something, and I just don't know what it is. Yeah. If anybody knows the origin story of Lobster John or not Lobster Johnson's junk, um, <laughs> Roger Roger's junk. Yeah, I mean we met you know, him. I think can it was shed just a little light on that. Probably just hard to make that that area. You know what I mean? Yeah, when you're making yeah. Them out of clay and How everything. How do you want to depict that? Yeah. Oh, or it's just maybe, hard. Oh, it's just hard. <laughs> the scientist was just, just like, like, I uh, give up. Batteries, like I don't want it to reproduce. Yeah. Uh, and I love how he's just like t- directly to 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 get that information out about Lobster Johnson. It's directed to, directly to Roger. He's just like, don't pay any attention to him, Roger. Yeah. The lobster, which is interesting because that's his official name is the lobster. Yeah. Lobster Johnson is just like another title he gets, but he's really just the that's lobster. Funny. Very cool. Very cool way to get that information in there. I it's love it. So good. And then. But then this next part, um, this next part up here where it talks about when Hellboy like sort of rebutes that. Yeah. Or, and like is very interesting. He's like, they weren't that bad. And what do you meaning the movies? Yeah. <laughs> and he's uh, what do you mean fiction? Back in the 30s, a lot of monsters turned up dead with the lobster's claw burned into their foreheads. So I'm not sure if there's another issue that addresses that. I don't think so. I think that's just an excuse to be like to give you a little more fun like silliness because you get to see these monsters and you see like Vinny the String, Skinny Joe Lincoln, Zuko Banana. It's a great detail. (laughs) But and this is a reference to something I read. I picked up. Over the holidays, I picked up that the newest winter special. Oh yeah, that Hellboy did, and they're the best story in it. All of them are good, but the best story is of fucking Lobster Johnson story, where it shows him do this to mobsters. Oh, that's awesome! The whole things around that. Is Vinny oh, the String in it? I can't remember. I wish I had it we right here look in front it of us. Yeah, but it's like as I was reading this again, I was like, oh yeah, they just I just watched this. That's just this so story funny. With Lobster Johnson doing this, and I wonder if it is a direct connection to these characters or not. Um, we'll have to pull that out. I've never to... seen these guys before. I don't think. I yet, think that but... was his only appearance that we've read. I think you're right. Yeah, but it's interesting if that story is directly connected this far back. I love it. It would be cool. And you got to borrow that winter. Special. I wouldn't put it's it so past good. him either to do that. Like yeah. he would, I mean, you Scott know, Alley a little like throwaway this. thing that was like this was fun, and then you know make a whole issue about it. Fucking fifteen years later or whatever. Or yeah. Twenty years later, it's so good. Twenty five years, I think. Jeez, Ooh, boy, oh boy. Um, we're hundred, a hundred. Yeah, we're uh, <laughs> it's been a hundred years. And then they just allude to the actual story that we've read so far. And yeah. there were rumors of other weird stuff, of weirder <laughs> stuff. And you see, like the brain strangling him. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, so he's basically like, uh, yeah, no, that's a, uh, you know, it's yeah, all official position in the United States of government. There was, there was no, no lobster End of story. Yeah. Leave it alone, Hellboy. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets back to discussing the castle, talking about like the Russian space or uh, like a Nazi space program and how they like found this comet that was coming back to Earth, but it's been redirecting itself. So they're like, yeah, this is it's like aimed right for Hunt Castle. Yeah, I love this because this is a great build of I think of 
information. Yeah. Because it's like, right, you know, it's like this could be really sterile, but I think Mignola builds it so perfectly because he's like, NASA took this picture. Um, and it's like, it's not one of those giant end of the world ones, meaning uh, a comet. And then it's all, yeah. if you'll look at this enlargement before we see what he's looking at, he's like, click. And the Hellboy's crap. Yeah, crap. And then it's just, a, and of course, a swastika, swastika slapped onto this thing. <laughs> I love that. They just had to put their logo on everything. They really did. They really branded. I mean, they, their... <laughs> that's a joke, but they did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure like propaganda and all of that shit was a huge part of, uh, yeah. They were big time about that. Taking over. Yeah. So. That's just a piece of junk, right? Those idiots managed to shoot and just like, you know, they're he's just like hoping that it's just some like Sputnik or whatever. Yeah, it's gonna crash. It yeah. will be pointless. But and nope. he's like, No, it's changed course, so it's there's somebody piloting it basically. And um something bad is gonna happen when it lands on that castle. Yeah, they're like, Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. And you're <laughs> sending us because we're indestructible? Yeah. Yeah. That's Roger yeah. saying that I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, because we won't get killed immediately. Yeah, and Hellboy, that is nice to know we're good for something. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then he's, uh, yeah, so he's like, we don't want you to fall off the mountain. So here is um, Laura Karnstein, Austrian secret police. And yeah, we get introduced to her real quick. Mm-hmm. Take her outside. I love her little, because then he sends them away. He's like, I need to talk to Hellboy alone. Yeah. Uh, uh, Manning does. And then I love this little dialogue between her and uh, Roger. So, uh, you're what? A homunculus? Call, Call me, me Roger, Roger please. please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Great. so good. Yeah, he yeah so he's good. like trying not to be defined by this. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it's so funny to have another character to highlight that kind of, theme of Hellboy that we've seen the whole time of like I'm not a human being but I, I he is very human despite being a demon and all that stuff and yeah totally has free will and wants to be good and all that cool shit so it's like the, yeah it's like throwing in another another character who's in the same boat kind of yeah it totally. makes him a little less lonely mm-hmm. it's cool and it's interesting because this is the first time I mean I at least you could correct me if I'm wrong listeners or UK like this next panel right below that you see two PBRD agents talking. And I feel like it's the first time we've seen agents express a little bit of like negativity towards like Hellboy or others different from humans like Abe or in this case, Roger, because he says like one of them's a cute couple. Sometimes it's like working for the goddamn circus. Yeah. I really, I cannot think of another time before. And all they've the been like snarky or yeah, whatever. Yeah, snarky or like, oh, I guess this is weird. the closest is like Abe Sapien versus science. That's right. With That's the, the only, like the one scientist. But like, yeah, the like, nor- the average guys who like talk like to blue them collar, or whatever. Like yeah. agents. It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, this kind of runs, this is a little rampant like throughout the BPRD even. Yeah. It's like very a place where it's like the, you know, the craziest shit you've ever seen and you're still like these freaks like <laughs> yeah. you've fucking seen all of this shit like yeah. you, know, you know you'd think you would I bet he saved it. you guys' lives a couple of times yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and they're like we work for the damn circus <laughs> dicks yeah complete assholes Kate's just like not even involved in that conversation yeah um great and then we go back in where he's having a conversation with Manning 
uh, I believe it's Manning, Thomas Manning. That's the uh, yeah. the head of the PBRD. He's like, what's up, boss? He's like, how do you think Roger's doing? I think he's doing great. I agree. And then he's like, he's adjusting better, much faster, mm-hmm. getting in the expected. He's adapting the 21st century ideas and technology. And then that clearly Hellboy's picking up on like what yeah. he's driving. He's like, but. Yeah. <laughs> I love a quiet panel. Just says so much. And then just the dialogue. That, yeah. He's like, like trying to think of a way to say it. And then for him to. Yeah. He kind of lists like, oh, he besides all of that good stuff. He also, you know. Um. Like, you know how we, we put this thing in him, like once he was like revived, yeah, he started losing sound- power right away, mm-hmm. but they put a little generator in him, like Tony Stark style. Very Tony and, Stark style. Right? Mm-hmm. It gets like screwed in. And then um, he's like, we also include a fail safe device. And he's like, oh, excuse me. Uh, you know. Oh yeah. He's tense right out. Th- excuse me. <laughs> yeah. He like knows he can, he's kind of like figuring out what he means an incendiary bomb just large enough to excuse me like <laughs> you know just immediately getting defensive he's like um and then he's they're kind of explaining the situation where it's like we had no choice he like he killed an agent he almost killed liz and hellboy kind of reminds them like hey liz did kill 35 people or whatever and including her parents and like you know he was not behaving like himself when he did that stuff and he still and he also saved people and all of this mm-hmm. um and yeah like and he cost his own life to give to save liz again yeah yeah like he like sacrificed himself his- once he was like once he was had his wits about him um and he's like he's like so you're gonna put a bomb in liz and it's like don't be ridiculous liz uh liz sherman is human which mm-hmm. is just like you know Ooh. It's like the, it's the administration's way of being like, we work at the circus almost like it's yeah. like equivalent of that where it's like, you know, he's saying he's not human. So he's not, he's expendable essentially. And he gives he Hellboy. Says that, yeah. yeah. He straight up says he's expendable. And he gives Hellboy the detonator. That so is the craziest That's like part. such weight is like, yeah. Like after already you saw how mad Hellboy is about that idea to just coldly then not even n- just to hand him over the detonator. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he gives it to him in this way where it's like, if other agents are in jeopardy because of him. Yeah. But it's like, <sighs> that's a lot to put on Hellboy where it's like, you got to blow this thing up. He says, I'm sorry. But then he's like, you know, I'm not human either. Remember when are you going to put a bomb in me? And it's just like sad. It's very sad. Yeah. I mean, it, it reminds us of the loneliness that is Hellboy. Yeah. Where it's like he, well, I mean, really the only people who are like him are Liz and Roger, Roger. and Abe. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's why I think, like, it's cool to highlight that here because we know what a good rapport he has with uh, Kate. And he still is like, like, she's like, you know, how about what happened in there? She can, like, tell that he's bothered. And he's like, not now. I'll tell you when I get back. Like, he, you know, he can't, like, I mean, he has a mission to do also, but he also doesn't want to, like, he maybe feels separate from her in that moment too, I would think. I think so. And it sort of harpens back to the end of Wake the Devil when they're sort of like have their little like break. Or not yeah. the end of Wake the Devil, end of a, a box full of evil. Yeah, yeah. And they're sort of like talking about this as well. And you can tell he's getting a little worn down by the Bureau. Yeah. So I think that's what's sort of playing into the. It's another element of like. It's like I've done so much, much for you. Like we've all done so much for you guys and you're still, this is like. You're not treating us unfair. Well, yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah. And I love that silent panel of Manning watching him go. It's just like, he can't, there's nothing he can say to that. Hellboy's yeah. in the right <laughs> to be upset. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> observing it. It's crazy. And then, um, yeah, so Hellboy just approaches them. They're ready to roll out. But then before we see them start to scale the mountain. <laughs> Back to Manning inside his little cabin. Yeah, we see him, this little slip of paper flies in. What the? Grabs it. And then. What a good catch, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Just, just going to say. like He didn't want to draw six panels of him fumbling with it uh, with his fingernails against a hardwood floor of a stupid <laughs> business card. I love that Lobster Johnson would have cards. That's amazing. Yeah, right? That he's like, he's such a dramatic character. He's like, I better have business cards just in case. He loves to leave his like literal calling card. Like, yeah. <laughs> just such a funny character. And he took the time fiction. on this. Yeah, to fiction. To yeah. write on it. <laughs> the claw. So good. Uh, what a good cliffhanger right silly. there. And uh, then, um, yeah, mm. and then gets right back to serious. We get the skull. We have the uh, Edgar Allan Poe poem continuing. Um yeah, but see amid the mimic rout, a crawling shape intrude, a blood red thing that writhes from out the scenic solitude. And then we get this like awesome scenic. Yeah, it's view. a great use of the poem for, with the image. It's cool. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, he's using it really effectively. And I find this part fascinating because I know there's a lot of information that we're going to get like the dialogue as we walk up the mountain about. Um, our new character or our guide. Yeah. But I love the introduction of the animals because to me, it makes me, it goes back to the, uh, I believe it's Wake of Devil at the end with the bear and the frog and all the animals talking about Rasputin and Ag Ali ba um, Baba Yaga. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. That's what it made me think is like, ooh, they're watching. They're tapped into the, whatever event's about to occur with Hellboy in, in this story. They're there. They're witnesses as well. They're also yeah. a little bit of representation with the, the hawk, of course, as we, as we yeah, move forward. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I think both things are totally valid. Like, he's, yeah, like, because we see, you know, we immediately see this, like, and they're, it's, like, violent. They're hunting. Um, yeah, the hawk eats that fucking rabbit. Yeah, and we see the hawk with the captured rabbit behind this image of, uh, um, so far as we know, Laura. Yeah. Karnstein, like, you know, it's just a little like cool foreshadowing too of like, you know, just like it, this, like, it to have this violent image with her is very is appropriate. Yes. Yeah. Especially because, yeah, we're about to find out that they are, they're going up, that's not what they think. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, kind of this idea of like, oh, you're being stalked or hunted and don't know it kind of a thing too. Yeah. Like walking, they know they're walking into a dangerous situation, but it's like deeper than that. And I love how he's telling them this story about living there, being like a terrible ch changing giant sometimes, a woodcutter sometimes, a donkey, is like why they wouldn't go up to this castle. It's just yeah. like telling like a fairy tale about. Yeah, it's like why, you know, why is there basically still the ruins up here? Yeah. It's like nobody wants to go up there. She's giving, in a sense, just something that's believable. Yeah. But I love in response to that of, <laughs> of Roger's response to that is, my brother was a giant. Yeah, my brother was a giant. Yeah, just like so chill. 
It's so funny. And yeah, like, what is it? Rubazol. It does come back later. This uh, terrible shape-shifting giant. That's what all the little kids like thought yes. they would encounter if they went up there. So a lot of them didn't, but she did. And she's explaining, you know, she had to be the bravest. So she went into the castle just a little bit. Um, um, it was difficult to find a way in because of the damage, but I wait. And then... This like long, cool vertical panel of the eagle or hawk with the rabbit like, yeah. eating. It's got its prey, yeah. And then um, it also makes me think of in the intro where we see Lobster Johnson slip, slit the throat. Oh, yeah. It's making me think of that a little it's bit, good too. good mirror image. And even like, even like the color of the hawk's eyes with like, you don't see Lobster Johnson's like goggles in this part, but then the intro, it kind of was it harpens back to that a lot i think so i think you're that's great he does a lot of like cool like visual kind of things like just woven throughout this story very good and then yeah so there's like an old man up here where like nobody ever goes and you know you might get eaten by a big giant so what the hell is somebody doing up here i love it because it's like just a guy we before we even see it if we just see the hand in the shadows and it's like turn back yeah and he'll always like rubens all yeah right (laughs) like hmm um, yeah, just an old man telling him to turn back. It's haunted. Uh, the ghost will push you down and drink your blood and you don't want to go up there. Um, and talks about how all of these soldiers died up there. It was horrible. Um, and yeah, he's like, you seem to know a lot about it. Like a lot about the ghosts. Basically. Yeah. He says, I was there while revealing, um, the like Nazi insignia on the jacket that yes. he's wearing. And, and Hellboy has yeah. the great, I mean, I know one likes a Nazi, but wow, what a response. I mean, he's got strong, I, I don't blame some, him. He's got yeah. a, yeah, he's got. Nazi knocks him. <laughs> Immediately, like, it punches this old man in the head. <laughs> um, and even Roger's like, Hellboy. <laughs> yeah, hold him back. Yeah, and then so uh, Laura tells him to get out of there. You know, I'll uh, I'll catch up with you. And then she's almost like gentle to him. Right. Like, yeah. she's like, you're right. Um, I'm like, sorry yeah. that that happened and all of that. And he's like, girl, I know you. Yeah. What? And then as she she does a quick like, I don't know, she has like a small caliber gun and kills him and then s- says this shit about merciful death. Consider that a reward for ser- good service in days gone by. So you're like, oh, Laura's a Nazi, dude. Yep. That's exactly yeah. like she's a Nazi. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, before them. <laughs> hey. <laughs> She's circling these a little guys. dramatic irony. It's so. like, yeah, she's she kills. I love him the use of just way, like after she says "merciful death," just a panel of a skull. Right yeah, there, there are a couple little dark. like skulls kind of interspersed in there. Yeah, I guess just to kind of remind you of like where you are. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of death that happened here, and yeah, so she comes back up around like the horizon. They ask if he was okay. Sorry about that. I have a particular problem with Nazis. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they're getting closer and closer. And then we go back to see this, what what you would assume would be a corpse, um, stand up again. And then it, we see revealed the lobster. Oh, claw. boy. Yeah. It wasn't a Nazi after all. It wasn't a Nazi after all. Um, so, yeah, it's like. He must be, because this is 61 years after the There's events, something, right? Yeah, something's, something's up. going up. There's So it's crazy. Yeah. But we knew, you know. you're like, you just got shot too. What are you getting up? 
Yeah, off of that. yeah. He's and he's a okay. So yeah. something's going on. Something's going on with Lobster Johnson. Something's <laughs> keeping him, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> keeping him young. And I love that the first sight of the uh, castle. It's like there, and then all Hellboy says, "God damn Nazis." <laughs> Damn, yes. He's just, yeah, he's just so sick of dealing with these guys for like the last fucking 80 years. Um, yeah, so she like points them to like a crack in the wall. She's like, I'm going to hop up here. And she like scurries up. They, you know, they tell her to wait. Like they should go in first. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we see, you know, she, she's like, I got to go first. And then we see her in these crosshairs. Um, but she's able to get into this castle. Then the crosshairs move. You know, Hellboy's like kind of hesitant to go in. And then well, it's because because earlier when he said he has a problem with Nazis, like he's apologizing for his actions. She's yeah. like, oh, I knew that. I read your file. And now he's like, wait a second. Yeah. How could she have re- read my file? She's just been brought onto this thing. We don't give like it's something that no, they don't just give people access to. Especially, oh yeah, that's true. Especially the secret police. So he's already on it. That yeah, they didn't even tell Hellboy about Lobster Johnson. Yeah, it's a little uh, little red flag like, went yeah. off. Um. So yeah, he's getting he's kind of getting the willies here. He's like, all right, come on, but and then immediately it's just a hail of gunfire. <laughs> yeah, they get. Both of them knocked backwards um, onto the edge of the cliff. He tries to hold on to Roger, but Roger like lets himself go so that Hellboy can go. Very save. chivalrous, yeah. Very chivalrous, this Roger, and it's getting him in trouble because he doesn't realize what she is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, "You better go save her," and then he falls into just this abyss. Very like, you don't even see Very him. Very cliffhanger moment, right? Literally, there. <laughs> dude. And then yeah, we see this cool like close up of Hellboy gritting his teeth here. Um. Clearly, like, getting back up off of that anger of trying to drop Roger. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> launching himself back up over it. And using just, his... just plowing through this gunfire. I love the idea of him using his, his right-handed doom as, like, a, a big shield. gauntlet shield. Yeah, yeah as he cool. just makes his way towards this giant gun. And I love how he's saying... Like, yeah, these I'll... enormous bullets. <laughs> yeah, these had to be pretty... I don't know what caliber that is, but that's huge. I don't know. And I love this. He's just like, I know, I don't know guns. I'll let you know either. when I read a real book. Yeah, I, I just think of Rambo 4. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they're as big as those that split people in two. Uh, but I love how him out loud saying, God damn, gun that fires all by itself. <laughs> That's crap. <laughs> it's like, such a it. silly old man way to say it. Yeah. It, he rips it apart. It explodes. Um, his duster's all in tatters. He's pretty worn out. Um. Yeah, he's worn out. Yeah, he's like, who? And then sees just this statue of Mary and Jesus. Or, yeah, or, yeah, I'm I'm like a saint. Yeah, saints, but you're probably right. That could be very easily Mary and baby Jesus. And then, yeah, and then somebody calling Hellboy. As there's a little bit of a devil, like, like, uh, statue in there. Kind of like grimacing, like, gnarly looking animal creature there's a hole in the ceiling hole in the ceiling he's like leaving this trail of blood he's calling out for laura and he hears somebody speaking saying don't it's a trap and then he looks over and it's this a skull like a corpse of a u.s soldier that had died there in the explosion yeah you know he tried to warn him and he goes up i love this panel of him speaking out from the uh, the little uh hole 
Yeah, yeah. Kind of trying to take pen. a look around real quick first. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and he lifts himself up, but then you know what a cool panel you see, just like silently moving out of the this like inky blackness, this crazy ass fucking uh, guy that we've. We, we, it was well, like, oh, he looks familiar. Yeah, yeah. We're very familiar with this. He's a cousin of this, somebody we met. This this gorilla with robotic parts. Yeah. He smashes right through the light that's like hanging above him. Knocking him out. Knocking Ugh. him backwards. He's got another cool thing that like a line that intersects over the um, panel there where he like it really takes that action line at the bottom of that page where he like does the boom and like punches. Oh yes. And then you see this like cool action line continue from that like line into where he's falling into the darkness. Yeah. He's falling into the darkness on that other page. It's it's like so cool. Yeah. And then, um, you hear a grandfather and granddaughter talking and you see, Oh yeah, it's Laura. And she's talking. I love it. Long last we meet. Like they've never met before. Yeah. Just connected. She was just compelled to continue to you know, be a Nazi. It's a family tradition. And they're, yeah. I love this. And did I do well? Excellently well, my dear. And then the big gorilla. Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He has like the same green glowing eyes. He's crazy. And then cuts back to Roger just like splayed out on a rock. Oh boy. On this like cold, desperate, like, like, outshoot of rock here and then we have like another like I guess it's like night now we see this mountain shrouded in darkness still and another quick shot of the this like eagle there with the blood all over its talons like uh, it's cool that's a very interesting that that take that that is a like sort of like a symbol for Obster Johnson with his eye color and everything it I can, wasn't can, sure. I mean, I, I, it just it can, made me think like visually yeah. there are similarities. Like, But it could. You could. I think you could see like at, as this cliffhanger, you get three images, four images, the, the, the empty hills, which yeah. is ominous. You get this this like hawk really with blood on it. By so either that hawk stands for Lobster Johnson, who's a killer that's possibly their only, their only chance of now getting out of this. Mm-hmm. Or you could see it as like, oh, that's them getting the upper hand. Yeah, Maybe. like the hunters. These yeah, like the hunters Nazis got their prey. Like, yeah. Then you have this random person that we have not met yet. Yeah. You're like, okay, what? a guy what? in like a tattered shirt. And has clearly chained. He's chained up. You can see up. shackles, yeah. And then the radio, this old Nazi radio with this starting a buzz off of it. Yeah. It's very like, again, it's like a great cliffhanger from Mignola that just gets you, that like you've gives you just enough to get your curiosity so perked up yeah yeah You're like what what's what why that what's yeah. going on <laughs> right. i gotta know <laughs> we don't remember that guy from this yeah. issue what why him yeah <laughs> who's that is it just a, is it a soldier who is it like, i mean he looks like distressed like his he's expression like, is very oh, yeah just forlorn he's so sad looking and that is the yeah end. he's a prisoner there so yeah, yeah. But it's like who, who the hell are you? who the hell are you yeah and that is issue one of conqueror worm yeah whoa Chapter cool. one is pretty wild. Yeah, it's intense. It's, I love it. Um, like there are some funny moments, but like for sure, but, but not, not as much humor as we've no we've, we're used to in the past. It's pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. We're really 
it's a strong story for Hellboy. Yeah. Even it almost feels even more weighty than Wake the Devil. And Wake the Devil had a lot of weight to it. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we'll jump right back into chapter two, issue two of Conqueror Worm. Hey. Whoa. Stop. Hey, now, I know what you're thinking. This is an advertisement, and I want to hit that little button that goes forward 15 seconds. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. We got to tell you about our podcast, TV Tunes. It's great, and you're going to love it. I'm David. I'm John. We host a podcast uh, where every week a new guest comes and talks about their favorite cartoon from their childhood. Yeah. Join us on Campfire Media as we become your new favorite podcast. It's going to happen. Now you can fast forward because we're done, right? Yeah. The other podcast you're listening to. Whoa. <laughs> Welcome back to Ah Crap a Hellboy Podcast with me, Mark David Christensen. I mean, Kate Thompson. And we're jumping right in to issue two, chapter two of Conquer Her Worm. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing? Yeah. Did I say it weird? I Conquer, conquer her, her worm. worm. Conquer her worm. I never met her. <laughs> oh. All right. Here oh, we, we are. We are really starting off the new year, right? <laughs> <laughs> Crumple this podcast up and throw it in the trash. Uh, I'd so be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's be positive. Cool. Oh, yeah. Keep it. Let, keep Uncrumple it. Uncrumple it. And look keep at it. it emails about that dirty joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eddie, who back at... <laughs> Hunt Castle. This time it's uh, eight thirty-two p.m. and there's like little debris and far-off distant thumping as we see in like you know we're like close to the boiler room or something. There's all these pipes, little pinging sounds, and then Hellboy kind of bringing himself back into consciousness. Yeah, it almost looks like that. That, that before we even get to the Hellboy, that's like looks like it's a a Nazi like close up on a Nazi mural. Uh, or uh, is that how you say? Yeah, I guess like a uh, um, like a mural, like a painting. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. say it right. I mean, yeah, it looks like like you can't. I feel like we can't even be sure as the reader, like whether it's a painting or if it's a soldier or who or a ghost or like what it is. Yeah, like there's still so much. Kind of, we're like we're kind of out of it, and Hellboy's out of it. He's just waking up, kind of like collecting himself, and I think that's the feeling that you get from this page a lot. Yeah, and he has crazy that electronics. Yeah, he's got on these his weird like arm. nodes on everything, and then as soon as we get to the next uh, page, it's just like bzz, he's getting all this electricity zapped into him. Yeah, um, yeah, that got his attention like this like <laughs> bad Nazi uh, with his gorilla, and Hellboy names him for us, Herman von Klempt. It's been a while, and then we kind of get a little rundown of like the last time he saw von Klempt. Um, and I like how he dresses the gorillas where he's like Macapa, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what he's is that what he's mean? Or is Macapa where they met? Maca I think Macapa might be where they met. met. Okay. And then I'm incorrect. Oh no, no, you're fine. It's just I think cause they call him something else. They call him um you're right. Kriegoff. That's my fault. Kriegoff? Kriegoffy? Yeah, that's my fault. Morton. And he addresses him in a moment. Oh yeah. My fault. He's like, yeah, he's just like bringing him back to like, oh, yeah, yeah we, don't we know each other from here? Kind of. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. He's like, Macapa, right. 1959. You were sucking spinal fluid out of a, a little peasant girl. Yeah. Which like, is when one of the this is harpening a callback to the first stories. Yeah. Just the teaser stories. Way the back. Yeah. Crazy. Um, it's cool to see this like 
it all it's connect. cool to see yeah it's cool to have a character that you haven't seen in so long so you really do get to see the juxtaposition of what they looked like back then and what they look like now like 10 years or you know yeah we saw him i mean last time we later, saw herman von later. klemp was also in wake the devil yeah and we'll get a little more about that in a moment yeah and he's like you know kind of joking with him and i love von klemp's reaction of like you are enjoying yourself like yeah. this humorless <laughs> like german reaction but i love what hellboy says he's like you're looking good though though doctor your monkey's hair grew back and you grew a whole new body (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then he's like you know like kind of sick of him joking this is my uh i'm probably saying coffee yeah oh man number 10 let's call him number 10 uh, you destroyed my number nine, and I will make you pay for it. And then they, and he says, you see and them, ten will make you pay for it. Oh, and ten will make you pay for it. He has control oh, yeah. of it. And then you see his like the little gorilla's like fi- robo <laughs> fingers cranking it up. Um, and it's all still Zinko. Uh, yeah, tons this. of Zinko stuff you see it everywhere. That you know, we know that Rasputin had him fund everything basically, mm-hmm. like use all of his money. Um. So he's like, you know, this isn't going to kill you, but it's going to keep you in blind, agonizing pain. So basically out of his hair or no hair. And um, you see like him and his granddaughter. Like talking, like conferring, basically that they'll like leave him down here to be kept busy, mm-hmm. being like tortured down here. And then just like this is a cool shot, I think, from like outside the room. It's like illuminating this whole room. Yeah, it's very and you cool. Can, like hear his screaming from him outside, you know. Yeah, and he's still taunting this. Yeah, gorilla. I mean that's leading in. That's from him going Nazi pinhead and his organ grinder monkey, and then they buzz and then they him. give him a big jolt. <laughs> yeah, and then um, then we see this kind of conversation. Uh, you know, exposition catch up between family members, yeah. kind of little uh, chunk. Um, and gives us beautiful art. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, you get a great sense like the basically he's explaining like where he's been for years like um i know you were involved in something up north that didn't go well uh you know and you see him from back in the wake of the devil issue where he's getting like still ahead in a jar yeah yeah and then he went back to south america and everything was in ruin there he survived that explosion who knows how that little head I mean, that's that a good jar. That's a crazy good jar. That's a really good jar. And made his way. I don't know how he traveled. I'd love there to be a little, hey, Mignola, give me a little like side story. Show <laughs> me how Herman von Klempt, his head it's got like a- from the castle and wake the devil to South, to it's like a road South trip America, movie. back to Germany. Yeah. yeah. I would love a road trip movie with Herman von Klempt. I'm head. sure he got, you know, he got some little like crony to help him out. We see like these cool, like more cool like animals. Um, from South America and like these cool like mossy grown over um, like Nazi tank robot kind of situation. Yeah I love that he has it's like a um, this might be uh, an easter egg or like an homage to John Kirby uh, John Kirby to Jack Kirby's um, creation of the Inhumans the Black Bolt because on the front of that tank there's a little like tuning fork on the on oh the, yeah on the um, barrel of it yeah and it's very black bolt that's kind of cool it's like a fun little <laughs> tune I don't know what that would do for that barrel but maybe it doesn't shoot bullets shoot something more electrical or yeah some other maybe. kind of 
yeah. nefarious thing. Yeah, you can you know that he likes uh, electricity, so it's like that would make sense. Yeah, totally. And then you see him like continue to explain that he had a workshop um, hidden under an old cemetery near Ingolstadt. So like he came back to Germany basically after the war, um, and he started gathering up new materials to make new war apes. And, yeah, he loves uh, he yeah. loves a war ape. <laughs> he loves his gorillas, and then. Yeah, so she, like, kind of interrupts him, like, excuse me, grandfather, and he's, you know, uh, confused, and she sees that he has a chained-up man over there. Oh, him. We found him when he arrived. No idea who he is. Uh, Can't make him talk and really have no use for him. You can have him. And she just, the guy that's, you know, the prisoner at this point says, do it. And she shoots him three times, and it's like, hmm. Excellent. Now let's find you something to wear. Like that was, you know, it was like, hey, are you going to like with any other normal person? It's like, oh, you're going to eat that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can have it. All right. Great. Let's go get you some food. Like they're so fucking evil, casual about how evil they are. Like murdering someone. Um, And then they're kind of talking a little bit about Roger. Like, oh, sorry, we didn't get the homunculus. And he's like, don't worry. I sent my team out to go get him. And then, Great transition from yeah. that to the, the snowy mountainside. Yeah. Now before we see a little twitch of the hand of that prisoner too, like a little extra clink. Like yes. you, for me, I was like, oh, maybe he's just like twitching before he dies. It's like, you know. Yeah, there's something there, right? Or is he like, is he still conscious and still awake? So yeah, because um, at, at this point in this in these issues, we've seen people get really hurt and still come back to life. So True. it's like. You know, no, don't don't count anybody out just because they've been shot three times. Mm-hmm. Abe survived a lot uh, and Hellboy a yeah. lot worse in the past. Lobster Johnson just got shot and like fell down, you know. Yeah. And then uh, so, yeah, we see these two men kind of trudging through the snow and then we hear, um, you know, these echo like gunshots. Mm-hmm. And at first you're like, oh, no, is it Roger? But then you see Lobster Johnson burning his brand into these Nazis' foreheads. Yeah, they're dead. Two dead Nazis in yeah. the snow. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, the like hissing steam in the snow is pretty cool. And Roger calls out to him. He let, knows who he is, Lobster Johnson. Um, Beware my claw. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he can't, can't have a normal he conversation. He can't help it. Like it's like a call and response. Like he can't. That's just like his muscle memory is to like <laughs> yeah. say that after every time. Um, <laughs> wear my claw. Be where I've come to inflict justice. And he looks, he looks haunting in that that image that we're finally getting yeah, like a he's close up. Very on him. like sal. He's got like this like green tinted skin, and it's like, oh, maybe he's cold, but it's also like, you know, we saw him as an old man. He should look like an old man. He would be, you know, in his eighties or something. Yeah, and the, no one has seen him since the the flashbacks yeah. so and to some historically he's, to some he's fiction. fiction yeah so yeah he's like you killed these guys without warning and he's like they're not men they're dogs like explaining that nazis you know definitely should be killed cool contrast between roger and like roger yeah. is more very like again like hellboy going to try to maim lobster Jones is like nope yeah i'm gonna brutally kill every single one of them yeah hellboy <laughs> and and roger are definitely in the same boat well I mean, Hellboy does a 
attack Nazis pretty he's more indiscriminately. Vicious. He's more vicious than Roger. Towards he's them. maybe the in-between. Yeah, he's the middle yeah. ground between Lobster Johnson and Roger. Yeah, Roger's almost like wants to be, like would be a pacifist in another you know, reality where he doesn't have to be in the BPRD. Totally. Um, yeah, so, and then Lobster Johnson's explaining like there's a whole castle full of those guys up there. Um, like, how did you live through getting shot at and falling down a cliff? And he explains he's a homunculus. Um, I was grown in, in a jar in an alchemist laboratory. Good enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, I'll take it. I've seen yeah. Lobster Johnson's probably like, I've seen weird shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and an important little part uh, brought to light with a bolt of lightning. So he's like, Mignola's reminding you of that as yeah. well. And you get this like big bright panel to highlight that literally. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Such a cool way to cut up the that panel too, the lightning yeah, bolt between yeah. Roger and and uh, Lobster Johnson's conversation. Yeah. I love that. It's like, oh, good. good. And then, um, yeah, talking about basically how... They walked into a trap, and at this point, Roger still believes that Laura is good. Um, I love the snowfall through all of this, by the way. I yeah. I just think it's so, such a cool, and it starts to build a bit when we first saw the, de- the, the dead Nazis, and then now it's like a full like snowfall going on. Yeah, it's starting to get heavier Gorgeous. and heavier. Yeah, it's like literally building towards, you know, they're just like so isolated up here. And I think that kind of, it's like surrounding them. Like mm-hmm. there's like this cool, like inescapable feeling up there. Um, and yeah, so Lobster Johnson explains like, oh, she led you into a trap. Her real name is um, Inger von Klemt. And he explains that she's the granddaughter of Nazi doctor Hermann von Klemt. Um, the only survivor of the Hunt Castle disaster. That's such a cool line. I love those these two lines together. The only survivor and then only survivor. Weren't you there? Don't you mean only Nazi survivor? Of course. Of course. Like <laughs> yeah. trying to like not draw attention of to course. that fact. And I love right before that that the great flashback image of like the dossier of Hermann von Klemp, the rocket going off and all then the the, all the bodies in flames and yeah. yellow. It's very cool. More of that snow coming down very much around the castle. Yeah. And then they're like, they're worried about Hellboy, and he's like basically saying it's justified. Uh, Von Klimt is a monster. And yeah. Cuts right to Hellboy suffering, getting electrocuted. Um, and then back to them finding like this secret little way in, which, you know, it's like, oh, how does Lobster Johnson know all these? I mean, I guess yeah, he snuck into the castle previously. For sure. Um, but yeah, he's sneaking in here, trying to warn him, you know, careful, like he, there were a lot of experiments done down here. What kind of experiments? And the creatures are, again, like talking, warning them to go back. Um, and then this cool, like, close-up shot of Roger's face as he sees what kind of experiments oh, no. Lobster Johnson was looking at, yeah. And it's a bunch of, you know, like... For a moment, you, he might think like, oh, other things like me. Basically. Yeah, I mean, they are just bodies in giant, like, in a tubes. Created in a lab. Yeah, yeah. lab. Lab like, monsters. <laughs> yeah, and Lobster Johnson's like, you know, these guys were, like, the power got knocked out, but this was going to be, this was a good thing that the Allies blew this shit up. And I love the contrast back to um, 
in Lobster Johnson's dialogue, like just referencing uh, Roger's origin. He's just like, yeah, uh, looking at all. He goes to like bodies in a jar, but no lightning. Yeah, it's very cool dialogue. And then Roger's like, no, these things are not are nothing like me. Like he's distinguishing. He's like, this isn't what I am, even if it's like. I mean, there are obvious similarities where it's like, kind of. Yeah. But, they but do he doesn't it. want to. That's, a th- that's sure. It's again, it's like that, that thing of like, he's choosing not to be like that. He's choosing not to be these like destructive machines. Like his brother too. Yeah. He is like choosing to do good, you know. Totally. And I mean, they are, they look, you can see they're a little more mechanical too. He is one of clay. Right. Um, but like their arms look like gauntlets. They have bolts where they're like on their elbows. Yeah, they're, they're way more monstrous. And mechanical as well. Yeah. 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 And a lot yeah, robotic. And then God, this, like, this 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 next panel is like the layout is so cool. It's like a you get a great elongated view of the monsters in yeah. the jar in the in the can, Cases and he's just just machines, but I have to close up on the face, the machinery like all the like valves, then a little spark of energy is yeah, and then Roger just falls like oh, big thud. Yeah, and he it's this part's like kind of crazy, but I guess it's like there is like magic going on in this point where it's like the lightning, the electricity, the machines feel cheated. Um, they want to live, and then the gauges all start. They're like kind of gearing up like yeah. you get the impression that they're like whoop, like everything's coming to power on. yeah everything's powering on yeah and then um and then they're it, taking the lightning out of me like he looks pain he can barely get this out yeah and he's like a generator he's like a little walking generator besides his like bomb they put a generator in him so it's yeah. like i guess the ambient energy that's like picking up on it and then you know lobster johnson clicks right into you know, come taste the lobster's claw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's the best. He's, he's such so a good funny. pulp character. Yeah. He's like perfect. <laughs> like, it's no wonder why he was so immediately popular. He's just yeah. very funny. And I love that. Like that come on with uh, that. Him saying that it's just that great. The monster's eyes lit up. Yeah. It's just, and it brought and it from that. It just breaks through its glass confinement. Ready for a fight. Oh, taste the lobster's claw makes me hungry. <laughs> I'll never be able to Makes taste it. I'm allergic. Biscuits. Sorry, oh, no. shellfish. Can't have it. I mean, you know that's what? My lo- Honestly, that's, that's there are worse things you could be allergic to. True. Could be nuts, and that's everywhere. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Sorry, all you people that have nut allergies. Lobsters are overrated, dude. They, they're Good to hear. Overrated. Good to hear. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> they're not bad, but, you know, damn. Um, yeah, so <laughs> then it cuts out, like, out to the moon from that. Um. We're seeing like more of Von Klemt explaining to his granddaughter, like, yeah, and I, I love he's giving us a contrast of what. Also, we're getting a little more information of what happened on that original night. Yeah, because he's like, "Damned Americans! They attacked before the roof of the tower could be opened. That caused the explosion and fire. Yes, it cost a few lives, but but in the long, but in the long run, what is that? Well, grandfather, at least the launch was successful. So we're like, yeah, they lost a lot, but that rocket got up. Yeah, and I love. I just got to point out. I love her look here because, like, I love the design of, like, him having that high neck, which you assume is sort of probably keeping his head on yeah. this new robotic body of his. Yeah. But it's funny that, like, he would give her the same look. Give her. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's 
these, you know, these are the evil scientist clothes he has yeah. going around. You got to go with that. It's like she the shows, evil Steve Rogers. Maybe Steve yeah. Rogers got his look from these guys. These are the evil people. Oh, I hope not. I hope not. Well, he did good, though. <laughs> he like he says this in a way, though. He's like dismissive of losing human life. But then she's shows like a, a moment. Yeah, because like, he's like, it's I history. So. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of a thing. Very interesting. Where, I mean, although we've seen her like pretty indiscriminate, she just murdered that prisoner and like she murdered the hmm. former. Old it could Nazi be in an agreement, like, hmm, like a thought, like, I guess I so. Guess so. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. It's really her, like, just in that silent agreement. Yeah, she's really just so casual evil. about it that she's like, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> and um, it's that's, cool. yeah, that's this whole panel right is really here. cool that that's just taking place in a this giant panel of like people monitoring. Things on Zinco equipment, and yeah. they're letting them know that the capsule's still on course and will be there in like an hour and seventeen minutes. Yeah, and then she, he's saying like, you know, these guys you wrangled up for me aren't great, but they're doing the job. Um, and she asks like, what's going to happen? Cuts back to this action scene of Lobster Johnson shooting a bunch of Nazi zombie robots. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. You know, it's like, such like, it's cool because this would normally be like a Hellboy, but Hellboy. Yeah. Like he would class, normally be like slicing through these guys or something. Hitting them with his big right hand of doom, but it's like, he's captive, but we get this great pulp hero. Just I love to like, even the way that he holds his gun is very like antiquated. Like the, <laughs> he's holding it at his arm at this like 90 degree angle, which is like something that very proper to get a good shot. You off. just used to see it in like older movies uh, yeah. or like comics and stuff. Like, um, so yeah, he holds it like that everywhere and he's just shooting big holes into these guys. God, that panel um, is so cool with the with the one um evil zombie um like face in the in the foreground yeah. right there. That's so cool and dynamic. Yeah. You get yeah, you get like so much variety of like texture and everything with these two because it goes all the way back to like the far background where they're just like silhouettes with their creepy eyes sticking out. Yeah, there's it's so much really depth cool. in that whole panel. Yeah, dude. And like right before that too, I love that like we're really building with the incompetence of these Nazis. The, the thing the the vessels coming down but i love how he this little dialogue where he's like they will serve him well enough and she's like do you mean dr omning what is going to happen and then that like really kicked us into this action yeah. i love it yeah. there's just a great build happening in this second issue i think like even though it was quiet but it's really now just ramping up yeah it's like even the like to see this continued fall of the capsule coming down and like now it's not blue anymore. It's like red. It's, it's hitting it's the atmosphere. Closer, closer, yeah. Yes. And like, and it's contrast that fire is coming up. down with the fire that's now surrounding lobster Johnson. Yeah. It's yeah. just, Oh, it's all just it's great. And then and he's like, just <laughs> blam, like blam, 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 blasting holes in these guys. <laughs> yeah. The big old holes. I love it. And Roger's then, over here, you know, he's determined. He's like, I will not let these things take my life. Just they're just machines. Yeah. And he grabs onto the power cable. <laughs> and he's I love what a badass Roger is. For he a guy is. that's like he takes big swings. He's he been wants taking to big live. Yeah. And he wants to be a he just has natural hero instincts. And that's very fascinating for a guy that was just created from mud. <laughs> yeah. And he says as much. He's like, whatever I am, I am more than a machine. Yeah. Um, but I love this little like intercut part of the one of the like incompetent Nazis of being like, uh, sir, like, you know, doesn't really want to probably talk to them. the fucking B team of <laughs> Nazis that they have here. Like, he's not <laughs> great. He's like, 
you know, is this a problem? I don't understand if something's draining the power out of the generator. <laughs> like, I well, love your voice for this dumb fix Nazi. Fix it. Yeah, he's, you know, Von Klemp doesn't want to hear that. He doesn't want to hear these problems. This panel after the fix it of Lobster Johnson and the Zombies is incredible. Yeah, it's really good. Cool. God. Like, it, it really reminds me of like, there's a classic cover of Wolverine. Um, I think it might be Wolverine number one. Yeah. Where it's like him and he's like in a black uniform when he's like under, it's not his traditional. Yeah. And I remember my brother pulling it out and showing it to me. And I always wanted to read it. He would never let me touch him. <laughs> but it's like him on a stack of bodies with his with his blades out. Awesome. And like black. That's what this this panel reminds me of. Yeah. It's just, it's just like so incredible. Covered in blood and fluid or whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever they were floating in. Yeah. And like, it's cool to have the color a little more like subdued now, like the, because the power's been like drained out. It's getting out of the drained room. it back in, yeah. It's yeah. from a, a Roger. Yeah. And then we see like all the dials going back to zero and the these like machines kind of turning into dust. All of the valves have gone dark and gone back to zero. All of these guys are turning into dust and just falling away. And the Nazis are just acknowledging it. That's it. The generator's dead. How? And then you see Roger's like hand glowing. And I love this this hand glowing coming off and the simplicity of it, as well as like we had an earlier panel on the other page of him holding the cord. They really remind me of that amazing um in the Christmas underground issue. Yeah. When it went to the when the ring came off the finger and turned into the salamander, how simplistic. Yeah. It reminds me of that a lot. That the use of the simplest, like so little that we're, uh, yeah, it's just like this close up shot, and it says so much. Like you yeah. don't have to have like this full body shot of exactly what's going. On. Like that's the he's highlighting the really important part that he wants you to look at here. Just all that um, power. Yeah, and he's like super strong. He's like absorbed all of that, and he's like because we saw what he did with Liz. Like he mm-hmm. absorbed the power for this entire laboratory, so it's huge and he gets a great because of that a great triumphant panel right out to that well it's just that dust of all the zombies like yeah. lifting up a surrounding in lobster johnson and silhouette behind him all you can see is his eyes and his claw symbol and his hand is still glowing yeah and he's just sitting he's like and now we search or now we look for hellboy yeah <laughs> that's he so this, like cool. badass part yeah <laughs> and then like some of the skulls buried there in the dirt um, and then all of a sudden we see like the little clicks from the same like outside of the room kind of shot mm-hmm. where like before it was ignited by electricity and now it's just like click, click, click. In darkness. Hey, Somebody turn <laughs> off the juice. <laughs> <laughs> Great yeah. Elboy line. Right before he's about to pounce. Yeah. He like, uh, the, the gorilla is just like panicking. He's like, yeah, boom. And so that awesome boom. I know. I love it. He says it. You yeah. got him back. <laughs> yeah, I got him right back. Another boom as he crashes through the floor. A great crash through the floor for Hellboy. Is it through the floor on this? I don't know. I Maybe can't just tell. through a wall. I can't tell if it's a wall or a floor, but it, it looks like a, it, but it is definitely has the same dynamic of him falling through the floor. Yeah, he's like slamming down onto him. Oh, I love and, it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> over his like the rubble covering his body. So much for you. <laughs> 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 then another image of like, I would assume Mary and Jesus. Yeah, I think you're right on that. That um, symbolism. And we hear like Hellboy, a friend. And like we see that guy who uh, Laura slash Inger von Klemt had shot in the previous issue. Um, 
kind of peeking around and he's got this like weird speech bubble color. It's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're still not sure like, what is this thing? Is he a ghost? Is he, yeah. We've seen like ghosts of the soldiers and stuff and he kind of looks like that. Um, and now he's like, you know, I never would have believed it was you. And then um, Hellboy sees his gunshot wounds. He's like, Jesus, pal, I'm no doctor, but. Uh. <laughs> he's and like, he's like, don't even worry about it. Like, we don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I'm. That's not why I'm drawing attention to you. Yeah. And then he says this like crazy thing where he's like, yeah, I was actually sent here as an assassin because we knew you were coming like Anung Unrama, the destroyer. And when I saw you, I recognized your, your like, you know, that he was good and he didn't want to kill him. Yeah. This is like, this is where I'm, I truly, I know that this is the first Hellboy story that I ever read. I even did the math with the, like the release oh, date. Oh, really? Yeah. I tried to figure out what I was like, Oh, this came out in 2001. That's my, a crazy That was one. after, cause I remember my brother got me into this, he got married, I think, around that year. I was still yeah. in high school. Would have graduated. Started traveling to, like, to LA more often to visit him, or like when he lived in Santa Ana, or they yeah. still live there. But um, now, I was like, I was like trying to remember when I read this. But this part, rereading this, I had totally forgotten. This is where I'm completely blown away and shocked about what is about to occur. Because yeah. this, as I was reading this, I was like, "Wait, what is going on? Who is this guy?" Because he's like, and even Hellboy's like, "You seem familiar. Maybe your voice or something." And as he's saying he's an assassin, I'm like, "Wait, is he from who? Who was in the military?" But then you can continue because it's just like, right? This really, yeah, it's like who you were a Nazi. My- like, what are you yeah. doing here? And then, um, yeah, so he's like, and he references other moments, not just from. Yeah, then he references having seen him um, from the issue of Nature of the Beast where when he fought the dragon and his blood fell, the lilies grew in the same way that the saint that like preceded him had like the same thing had happened. Real quick, we got it. I just want to talk about how because like we have like the unknown Rama that destroyed this first little image of him. Yeah. Which really is like almost looks identical to the first time we saw him in Seed of Destruction, right? But I yeah. love this close-up of him as a young, first, you know, conjured Hellboy with the tiny crown over his yeah. head and his wide eyes. I think that's a beautiful version of young Hellboy right there. Yeah. Love he's, it. He's Ugh. like, looks intimidating, but he is, you know, he is like a wide-eyed, he's a baby. He has baby. all those buck teeth. If you look yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a child. Yeah, he's just a child. And, and this being recognized that. And so he didn't kill him. And then he is saying that he was, um, like, implied that he was part of that. The ritual or the, the ritual, the test like the yeah, the test, the that nature the of the secret, beast, that secret service, Osiris, the Osiris service. Club. Yes, yeah. Um, that they had conducted. So he's like, "Who are you?" And it's you know, he's still saying it's not important. Yeah, because he's like, "You spilled blood, and it sprouted a flower, these lilies." So there's yeah. something about you. Yeah. And then Hellboy's like really wondering, you know, who is this guy? Um, and I love he's just like, it's not important. It's yeah. not important who I am. It doesn't matter who I am. <laughs> um, the thing coming here must be stopped. Like he kind of is conveying to Hellboy the gravity of what is coming and explains basically like there are living beings in space, uh, invisible to your scientists, undetectable by man-made devices. Um and they like drift around. They look like giant, creepy ass, love crafty, very love fucking jellyfish. Yeah. Jellyfish. Yeah. Ugh. 
And he's like, you know, he wants they want to see the end of mankind and for everything to be as cold as empty as they are as cold and empty as they are. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so they like call out to men, only men with like certain sensitivities can hear them and understand them. Um, I don't know how the dull, evil men of this place, you know, how the hell the Nazis ever got away with it. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but and we're still don't even know. We're like, who is this guy? Yeah. He has so much knowledge. He's he just dropping in his two pages. And it's like somehow the Nazis struck a deal. They were able to communicate with these things and work out a way that they would send a host body and a, a vessel. And he's like, possession by space ghosts. I don't buy it. Like. The Americans and Russians have been sending guys up there for years. And he's like, explains like, oh, no, like a dead guy. Like, you guys never sent a dead guy up there (laughs) to, like, be filled with the spirit of this creepy fucking being that's out there. Which is crazy because that's then why that whole plan is crazy. Like, they had Herman, or not Herman, Omning for a purpose. He was on the verge of death. Yeah. Put him in a rocket to send him up so he would just be an empty vessel. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. It's insane. And it's like, now he's like, he went up there as like. One thing. Yeah. (laughs) They sent as a baited trap into a sea of monsters. And 60 years, uh, 61 years later, someone has called the trap, recalled the trap and it's doomed for man. And so he's like, this is fuck. This is bad. This is bad news if he gets back here. Yeah. And he's like, you've you've and I love that he references like this guy knows so much about Hellboy because he's like, oh, he knows like you everything also, about him. You have seen what a little bit of what this creature is. Yeah. By your when you went Those, and like saw tentacly creatures that were in, in, in the room of Mr. Todd. Yeah. It's like, oh, and that was like the smallest version of what this guy's referencing. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm as sure as that. hell remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I can handle it. And so he gives him this like little glowing green box almost like it's this strange kind of capsule looking thing. And he says that I do want to say he kind of like puts Hellboy in his place a little as he's giving this. He's like, hey, more more brute brute force and burning herbs will be needed. Yeah. It's like you the don't shit that really, you did with Mr. Todd is not going to work. It's not what you're yeah. <laughs> don't don't think you can just do it alone. Yeah. <laughs> And so he's like, you got to use this. It's like, you know, it'll trap basically these beings that come here. Um, Because the thing itself is just like a phantom. It needs a body. It needs to be somewhere so it can get trapped in there. Um, And he's like, wow, this is great. I did this for you and my life has been well spent. Um, And then he says this awesome thing that's really the like thesis statement of the whole, I mean, of the series pretty much, but really of this issue we've seen a lot of it um yeah hellboy to be other than human does not necessarily mean to be less remember that remember me i think that's a beautiful statement yeah especially with all like the the conflict he was having with manning and the way they were treating roger yeah. and feeling that they're sort of treating him if they're going to treat roger that way and feeling the way he's as a feeling, tool like totally as a tool yeah. like expendable he's yeah to he's hear like that has got to be him. like wow yeah what a weight Cause he's heard, yeah, he's heard everything but so far, you know, today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so he says goodbye. And then like, just as that's happening, Lobster Johnson, you know, with his funny like silhouette kind of walks in and um, Roger, um, look, Roger, 
a dead alien. I love that so much. Yeah. And I honestly, today, when I was rereading this, this stopped me. Yeah. Was, I was like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, I've read this before and I had forgotten. Yeah. And so it was like re-seeing like this alien thing. One, it's like, it's a perfect surprise because it yeah. doesn't feel out. It doesn't feel completely from left field. We've, we've seen them in these guys before. Yeah. And it was just, but it was like, but it was so wild. long ago. And so like, so like, Oh, it's just like a page. Yeah. That it's referencing. And, and it's, again, we're only getting another page. Yeah. It's like all this, like, behind the scenes stuff that like, like oh these dudes are like monitoring are him but they are just so hidden from us yeah 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 monitoring him and they're just saying? Eat, like you know humans just can't perceive them or whatever it's this cool. is wild i love this world it's just the subtlest little like little breadcrumbs he's giving us more of just this bigger world that he's i'm really just paying it off by. Yes. Like it's the thing that probably fans had been questioning for years at that point and then oh, yeah. he's finally, this is 2001 he's like delivering on it yeah so much later. Um, oh, poor bugger. He seemed like a good guy. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're like basically catching up with each other, but they're like, and I love this little thing. He's like, and he knew you don't really want to think about that right now. Like yeah. he's like, that has something to do with like stuff that I have my head in the sand right now. about. Yeah. Like he thought this whole time that he, you know, he thought he could like get time alone. Like he thought he could like go off and you know, maybe he could shake the BPRD, but apparently somebody's been following him around for his entire life. And yeah. he's like just learning that. And so he's like, yeah, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he t says like how he ran into Lobster Johnson. He was here a minute ago. Yeah. I love that. So that's funny. funny. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And then, yeah, he's like, yeah, I shut the power off. Good job, buddy. Like kind of like catching up really quick. Let's hurry up and find these bad guys before things get worse around here. And then right here is where we start to get that purple, right? Cool, that like panel. purple light, dude. Oh, shit. Shining down onto all these soldiers. And I love, because this is very little dialogue to close us out. As that purple comes in, it looks like as though this purple is falling from the sky. At least that's what I'm getting, a feeling of this top panel. Totally, yeah. And it's just before things get any worse around here. And we see like those. Do you think... Are these just the Nazis or are they those creatures again in this big wide, this big, this elongated panel? They might. They're not. Because the, the, the I don't think they're the creatures because they had. Plus, they had all kinds of crazy like nodules like sticking That's out of them. True. And, and shit. these look more just like. I think these guys are the dumb. Like this, this one looks like he has a hat and then they show you the Nazis. With yeah, the I think, you're I think right they're doofuses, you're right. but they're like, I think they're the soldiers. They're almost they're like perplexed by what's about to happen. That's yeah. what they look. They look lost. <laughs> yeah, they're stunned huh? by this. This is what we were been. Why we yeah. were recruited as Nazis. Yeah, they're just like from people around the country that just wanted like they're just like white white supremacists yeah they're just like yeah we'll work for you sure we'll do that thing <laughs> not realizing like the evil that they're bringing forth and this cool like close-up of the demon here yeah and the skull even his his face like whatever they're about to they're witnessing there's like he's like gritting his teeth like uh yeah like well, what is this yeah <laughs> and then of course these skulls are just these real big symbols of death yeah yeah, and then just von the von Klempt family in this little corner. Um, welcome home, Doctor Oming. And wow! Yeah, what a what a wonderful end to this chapter too. It's cool. It's just leave again. It's like 
God, it's he gotten even better at his cliffhangers because there was a couple in Wake the Devil that were a little like eh, clunky. These consistently, these two cliffhangers, yeah, leave you with again so much that just keeps you hanging. Like truly, it's like these could be a masterclass in cliffhangers. Yeah, I immediately <laughs> kept reading. Like when I was, why like, would you not? Yeah, I was why like, would you not? Yeah, I mean, of course, back when these were released, you you like you feel yeah, you'd be I just like bothering your comic shop guy. Like, when is it gonna come? When is like, it coming now? Uh, so it's out or what? <laughs> uh, but what so an amazing cool. close! Yeah. God. Oh, um, I, I cannot believe that this was the first, I mean, I don't have the greatest memory for when I first read this, of course, back in when my brother introduced Hellboy to me, but I'm like, sort of like jealous of myself for being, this is the first thing I picked up. It's a yeah. little, I mean, it, it's self-contained enough because it does reference a lot of the older stories, but I'm like, how did I even... What was I, I wish I could go back and be like, what was I thinking when I first read just this random story in the middle of the the bigger mythos of Hellboy? Yeah, because it's I mean a for this, ride. I mean it's like it's like oh maybe this is like standard or something. I don't know, like I don't know even know what you would think in that case. Yeah, um, it's it's wild. Yeah. Any like final thoughts or favorite panels or anything? It's just really cool. It's really cool to see it get paid off. Like this whole like allusions to space that have been happening for so long. Um, oh, yeah, you were right about that. Like that is just the bigger world stuff really coming into play. Yeah. And nothing, it just feels like even from something that started with a silly drawing he did for, for a Comic-Con mag one day, you know what I mean? Yeah. And was like, ha ha ha. And now it's becoming just this grander thing. Everything is just coming together. And this is only the third story. And it feels like, I mean, I'm only, we're only two issues in, of course. But it feels like it's accumulating to something that if it ended here, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't even finished it yet. Like, yeah. It's just like, wow. It's just so cool. Wow. Um, any favorite? Um, I mean, uh, I feel panels? like there's like almost like sequences that are my, like. The I agree. This that, is... The opening sequence of one with um, Lobster Johnson sneaking up with the poem behind it, I think is so cool. And then the alien talking to Hellboy, like that whole thing is so cool. I'm with it's you. It's hard to There's a lot in like, here that's just rich. Yeah. Because all the lobster fighting the zombie guys is just unbelievable. Like, it's stuff that's just, once you see it again, or once you're reminded, I, I, again, I'm like, I'm perplexed that I cannot remember my first reading of this. But, like, yeah. I'm like, these images, I'm like, these are just iconic. Him in the on top of those zombies is just such an image that's just so striking. Yeah. It's like, how do I, for, how do you forget that? That's amazing art. And like, you know what, I, I like the, so we've seen up to this point, he's drawn a lot of cool, evil Nazis and like Von Klemp's new body, I think looks fucking awesome. Yes. And it's unique. It's a different take. It doesn't feel like the same that we've yeah. seen before. It's like, we've seen the head in the jar and that was, that's obviously like super fun, but it's cool to see this like crazy, like high turtleneck kind of like still like high tech sort of looking futuristic kind of space Nazi. Yeah. Know? And he's in like a nice, like almost, um, c ceremonial like garb. Yeah. In a sense. For yeah. A it's ceremonial like this mix of like mystic and, and scientist. Like, I yeah. think it's really cool how that looks and that like, that might be my favorite panel is that, that last little panel of him 
close up with the green eyes popping out of this like super cool purple. Um, I think that just like looks really cool. I'm with you. Oh my god! You know, it's hate Nazis. It's hates so monsters. hard. I, it's just a cool panel. <laughs> no, <laughs> just I, to clarify for everyone. I agree. Hate yeah. Nazis, but man, they make great villains still. Yeah. I I I think this is the hardest time I've had trying to pick what's great. Yeah. Because I honestly think, I mean, this is a big statement, but I think this is like he just has gotten better, and it's I can't a, even it, believe like, he's improved off of each thing is so cohesive, right? Like yeah. it's like not just. It's not just big splash pages that look beautiful. Like every image still looks beautiful, but he's telling a story more effectively than he has before. And he yeah. did that shit really well before too. Like it's just like each he's getting better and better at it. And adding characters. Cause we've with all Tons the other of previous stories have really issue. been Hellboy centric. Yeah. Now we have Lobster Johnson and Roger who we know Rogers before, but now he's a central character and it's interesting that we understand Hellboy because we've known him so the longest, but we know Roger and we know Lobster Johnson so well within the only two issues. Yeah, really fleshing these characters out and like fleshing out the world, fleshing out this like the space aspect of it. Even <sighs> like the villains, like giving a villain other than Rasputin some more gravity. Yeah, history. Yeah. Them just really so task oriented and goal oriented, these villains. Mm hmm. Even though it's not what we want, of course. <laughs> like, yeah. But you're like, wow, rich, rich history. Even the, the their family having like a thing that like, oh, I'm yeah, speaking like to you. Yeah, there's like family dynamics of these people. Yeah. Wow. I I, I want to pick a favorite panel. I'm just I, I just for this the sake of doing it. I mean, my favorite dialogue is going to be, "Look, Roger, a dead alien." That is just yeah. That part's very good. That is unbelievable. I think that those and three even, panels are just. That Perfect. whole page has like such cool, like the interaction with the alien, him telling Hellboy, you're just because you're not human doesn't mean you're less than it. Like, yeah. that's really cool. That's amazing. Yeah. I think that might be my favorite. It's like what Hellboy dialogue. needs to hear. Yeah. And he's hearing it from the it's, oddest person. Yeah. Alien. Well, that's perfect too. Like, this alien's not fucking human either. And yeah. he's still something. Like, you know, he lived a life that was like for the good of the universe kind of a thing. He's yeah. like sacrificing himself. God, it's so rich. This, I, I'm blown away. And it's cool too how he like even specifically mentions like I came here as an assassin, but I saw that you were good, and I went against what I was ordered to do, which is like you know first time you straight saw up him. like opposite of like you know our following orders kind of Nazi character. And that's very like this is cliche to say, but that's almost very like what people would call like that's very Shakespearean yeah. that kind of storytelling, and it feels that way. Like to be like, oh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you're fine. Okay, um, but it's God, it's just such a grander scale, and and again, I we I know this is a broken record, but we know that it's been grander from the beginning. Yeah, but man, he's just it's just been a while since we've seen it again. Yeah, you know, we've had all these little stories, and now we're we'll get back to this the bigger thing with Hellboy, and it's so fun. Yeah, so fun, so everything. But I mean, my favorite panel. I'm just gonna give one. Is gonna definitely be the lobster Johnson on top of it, uh, the silent panel with him on top of those. Oh yeah, that's super. The zombies dying off from the power being sucked out. I yeah. just think that's gorgeous. The colors, Dave yeah. Stewart's knocking it out of the park with his subdued, like oranges. Yeah, amazing. Just absolutely amazing. It's great. Um, but listeners, we want to hear 
from you about the first two issues, issues, uh, (laughs) first two uh, issues, chapter one and two of Conqueror Worm. Um, We are, we're blown away. This is such a great story to start the new year too. I just think it's a perfect way to get right back into Hellboy and what makes him so wonderful and, and what makes... Mike Mignola, a perfect storyteller. It's a great story to come back. Um, yeah. Uh, so please email us at ahcrapahellboypodcast at gmail.com. Um, do you have anything that you want to suggest? I mean, honestly, from what, like, I mean, I know what I'm going to look up is Tampopo, the thing that, the movie that yes, Kevin recommended. Definitely. Um. Anything that's inspired by this? I can't, I, I don't have anything really right now. And I think I'm just, because I think it's, I'm just so overwhelmed by how great this story is that it almost just feels like it stands alone and it doesn't, it, I mean, I know he like references a lot of stuff like The Shadow. Go and watch The Shadow or Rocketeer is what yeah. I would say. Because oh, I think yeah. that is fun. Those are fun. Especially Rocketeer, I think is a movie that, it's a it's a Joe Johnston movie that holds up, and I recently just rewatched Captain America: First Avenger, which has a lot of those aspects. I don't think it works as well as The Rocketeer for my taste. Yeah, um, it's a good intro to Cap because I'm a huge Cap fan in the MCU. Yeah, um, so watch First Avenger, watch The Rocketeer, check out The Shadow, Alec Baldwin playing a super like in a sense a superhero. Yeah, which is wild to think about, but um, definitely check that out. That's what I would say because cool. those are directly with his giving like he's dedicated this story to yeah um that's what i got what anything from you or anything um from you? i've been just reading a ton of stephen king lately yeah like you're it, still reading uh, stephen king dude, i think we're gonna end Tower. this we're gonna end the whole run of hellboy <laughs> and you're gonna still be reading stephen king. i mean like <laughs> i'm further Tower. in dark tower i am further i'm plugging along i'm also reading dead zone which is like pretty cool um, Dead so Zone, far. oh the original. I re- yeah, have you? Ever, I remember. I wanted to. They did a TV show, but I always wanted to watch the movie starring Christopher Walken. I never saw it. When you finish the book, let's watch that together. Cool. Yeah, that sounds great. I've seen clips from it, and I think it's actually a fairly good movie from that era. Nice. So we should definitely check that out. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, but I think that's it. Then cool. great. Um, thank you, listeners, again. Um, you can reach out to us at ah crap, a hellboy podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us and uh, also comment, reach out to us on Instagram at ah crap, a hellboy podcast, Twitter at ah crap, hellboy. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you put boom at the top of your um, review, we will reference it and praise it right here on the podcast. Include boom, boom, boom. Boom. <laughs> also, remember to um, remember that prompt. And yeah, we can't draw wait the to Hellboy Mobile. The Hellboy Mobile and hashtag that right hand of draw. Um, we hope to get a lot of that. We'll be putting ours out there as well. So thank you again. Um, we'll see you next week for the continuation of Conqueror Worm, Chapter 3 and 4. Bye-bye. I love you. short stories is life getting in the way of you enjoying short stories well campfire media's podcast stories but shorter has got you covered 
Each week, a published author comes on to read one of their fantastic short stories, and then they talk about it with the host, me, Cassie Jerkins, and my producer, Jeremy Schmidt. Enjoy a short story on your way to work, discover great writers, and feel a little more cultured. Download and subscribe to Stories But Shorter on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.